This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, February 6, 2023. I'm Caleb Brown. E-Verify is supposed to keep illegal immigrants from working in the U.S. The program doesn't do a very good job of keeping ineligible workers from earning money, and it occasionally ensnares native-born Americans. That's to say nothing of the fact that we don't know how this federal permission slip to work will be used to punish disfavored people or groups in the future. None of that has stopped Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who has already punished some businesses that have refused to use it. Cato's David Beer explains. What do we know, broadly speaking, about the functioning, the purpose, the efficacy of the of the federal intervention known as E-Verify? E-Verify is an employment verification system that employers can use uh, voluntarily at, at a federal level, unless they're a federal contractor, in order to validate certain information provided by employers, uh, by employees or prospective employees, such as their social security number and their name, that those names and those social security numbers match information that's held by the Social Security Administration or by the Department of Homeland Security if they have an employment authorization document uh, supplied by that agency. It works pretty well if you're a uh, legal worker. Um, you know, it has a, a, an error rate of just 0.2%. Uh, um, so, that seems like a, a you know you're pretty unlikely to get caught up in the system if you're authorized to work. The problem is if you're running millions of people through this system every year, then you are going to end up with tens of thousands of people be caught up in that error rate. And that's what we've seen happen is that even though the error rate is really small in percentage terms, the fact that it's being applied, to tens of millions of hires every year, something close to 40 million queries on an annual basis, then you're going to end up with, over the course of a decade, more than a half a million people caught up in e-verify errors. And so that there are e-verify errors are, are a problem if you're a, a, a legal worker. They're a good thing if you're an illegal worker, because that means you're going to be able to, to work, even though the, the, the uh, program is supposed to screen you out. And we know that most illegal workers borrow identification, borrow social security numbers from their families and friends who have them and get through the system, no problem. And we know that over the last decade, the vast majority of illegal workers who've been f fed through this system have been authorized to work. So it doesn't work to screen out illegal workers. It also has this problem of uh, occasionally targeting legal workers. And so it, it's it's ineffective. Uh, it it imposes costs on employers who have to figure out how to use the system, how to manage the errors when they come up. It's additional HR uh, training that's required. Uh, the manual is is uh, a couple hundred pages now that they have to become acquainted with. So 
it's not a small imposition. Um, it might seem like it, but when it's multiplied against millions of employers and tens of millions of hires, this is one of the largest uh, regulatory interventions that we have uh, in scope on the federal level. And, you know, the, the way that data gets used by the federal government, uh, remember, after the Patriot Act passed, it was it was we were told that this would only be applied to terrorism cases. Come to find out it's used in routine criminal investigations. A lot of the authorities that were granted under that program uh, and a lot of this, I assume, data that is being uh, collected by the federal government, who knows uh, to what extent you could flunk an e-verify check uh, 20 years from now. Yeah, I mean, we really don't know where it will progress from here. Uh, e-verify is uh, sort of uh, pretending to be a national identification system. And the idea that it will remain in the, the immigration space alone seems pretty questionable when you look at everything else that's been done with social security numbers or any other type of identification program initiated at the federal level. If this program were effective at uh, identifying uh, people's identities and uh, validating certain information, it's going to start being used at what, state and local law enforcement level. Uh, banks and, and other entities are going to start screening people against it. That's not supposed to be how it's used right now. It's not supposed to be for that. It's supposed to determine employment eligibility, which is distinct from whether you're in the country illegally or not, or whether this is your identity. Uh, it's not supposed to be used that way, but it's certainly that's the direction that I expect the program will be used. And there's been proposals to use it uh, for housing and screening people out uh, illegal workers um, from being able to access credit or or lease a home. So I, I we don't know where it's going to head in the future, but certainly E-Verify is one of these things where from a privacy perspective, it's not optimal and certainly gives the, the federal government a lot of power. Which brings us to Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, a likely presidential candidate in 2024. Uh, a self-described conservative. Uh, what's his relationship as governor to the E-Verify program? Look, he's been pushing this uh, from the very beginning, uh, wanting to impose this mandate on employers. And um, now he's um, trying to impose uh, effectively what is called the E-Verify death penalty on employers who you know, failed to sign up for the program, which means that their license to operate in the state of Florida will be revoked. And that is obviously the worst penalty that you can impose on a, on a business. It's going to close them down. And, um, you know, the, any workers that are employed in the state of Florida are going to be laid off as a consequence of that decision. And I, I wonder, because I maybe maybe you're not old enough to remember this, but I'm definitely old enough to remember when conservatives didn't like federal mandates and didn't like uh, federal interventions into the activities that were primarily of the, in the private sector. And uh, I vaguely remember Republicans telling 
me that uh, they viewed the relationship between employer and employee as something to which the feds and uh, government broadly shouldn't intervene. Right. So E-Verify and the I-9 system in general are basically coercing the, the employer to act as an agent of the state on its behalf to to crack down on on people who violated federal immigration law. And yeah, you're right. In any other context, I, I would expect most conservatives to be concerned about the use of employers in this manner um, in order to enforce certain um, social policy uh, that the federal government wants to institute. You know, if this was uh, a mandate to invest in green energy or something like that, we'd have uh, conservatives up in arms. But because it's uh, social tinkering that they like, uh, micromanaging of our labor force by the federal government, uh, they're not upset that the, you know, the verify system is being used in this manner. David Beer is the Associate Director of Immigration Studies at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to and rate the Cato Daily Podcast and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.